Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-26300. And brought to you by Kitchens Truck Sales. For all types of used trucks and trailers for almost all industries, especially farming and farming related. KitchensTruckSales.com. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, here we go. Coach, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Over here in Texas, uh, visiting some family. But uh, what a weekend for football. I got an opportunity to to watch and listen and uh, a lot to uncover, man. No doubt. Are you, uh, if you're on a speaker or a headset, let's go straight phone if we can. Sound a little bit muffled, but. Um, I am, I am straight. Phone. Straight phone, okay. Well. Okay. Okay. We're just gonna get you. We're gonna get you an upgraded phone then when you get back. Um, oh, I apologize. No, that. you sound good enough. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, it's just you know I miss seeing your shining face here in the studio. It's all good. So and my headphones are also a little muffly now too. We have some different headphones because we're cheapskates. So. Um, anyway, coach, not like we should, you know, hearing's important. It's not like it's an audio medium. Um, Hogs, uh, I don't know if anybody really wanted to listen to that one or watch it. Very disappointing and certainly a forgettable outcome. I don't think it's an exaggeration to call it the most disappointing loss of the Sam Pittman era at Arkansas. Yeah, I think that's right. You know, and, and Wes, you, you know, you kind of called it, uh, really good football teams that the Razorbacks were, you know, supposedly preparing to play and um yeah you know we're just so much on the line you know bowling playing at home for the first time in what a month uh, homecoming big crowd national tv audience uh, just you know not a lot of juice they didn't bring a lot of juice in the game look very uninspired uh, you know critics are going to say unprepared um, but you know we said at the beginning of the year you know, that getting to a bowl is important. Um, every team on their schedule uh, played in the postseason the previous year, so it was a tough schedule. But you figured that this was one that, if, you know, they flexed their muscles and, and prepared for it, uh, were healthy, and that played a role in it too. Um, you know, Jefferson didn't practice all week, and he still, you know, played the game and was the starter. And, you know, he looked like he had a lot of rust on him and was just unsure. Uh, but you got to give Liberty credit. They dominated the line of scrimmage, 14, 15 tackles for a loss. Just, you know, just disappointing outcome um, for everybody involved. And, uh, boy, you know, then you get an off-the-field issue or two uh, right after that. And so, you know, the challenges are enormous up, mm. in, up in Fayetteville right now trying to pull everything together, staring straight at LSU. I was just going to say, fortunately they're not playing a team that's really good and on a hot streak. Um, yes, yeah, right. Slusher and Brown, by the way, for those who didn't see it yesterday, have been suspended for a week, which is kind of what we expected. So they'll be not playing this week, which makes, excuse me, the task that much more difficult with Slusher out. So that is a bummer. Um, I guess the question is, and again, I'm not, I don't want to put you in a position to second-guess the coaching staff, and you're also not in practice, and I think you know, we all have to take that into account. However, 
when things are going so poorly offensively and you're struggling, uh, I think a lot of people wanted to see somebody else get a shot. And again, it's not a knock on KJ, and certainly he did some good things in the second half. But would you have done anything different to try to at least get a, I hate to use this term, but spark in the first yeah. half at some point? Yeah, you know, and again, we're not on the inside. We don't see practices, but it has been reported that um, Hornsby took all the reps in practice. Is that what you heard too, Wes? Or, yes. Or Justin? And Coach yeah. even yeah. said that so, after the game. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, to, to, to echo that sentiment, absolutely. I mean, it was obvious. I mean, look, I, I – I have purposely, as a coordinator, been on the sideline calling plays so I can look into the eyes of my quarterbacks. You know, so are, are they lucid or, or are they fogged? And, and Jefferson looked fogged, not from a concussion or anything like that. He just looked unsure, uh, just not confident, I guess is the correct term. So, absolutely, I would have looked for some type of spark, whether it be A.J. Green, maybe the freshman to come in, uh, you know, just some something to give a spark, but let's be clear, the offensive line got whipped, and that was obvious early, and uh, when it's third and 14, half a dozen times in the first half, I don't care who you got playing quarterback, mm. that, that's not a good spot to be in, yeah. and Arkansas find themselves behind the chains consistently uh, you know, throughout the first half, but you know, when you saw the spark was with 10 minutes to go in the game. But it was too little, too late. Obviously, the game of inches, uh, Arkansas fell inches short from a potential, you know, touchdown or a tying two-point conversion or whatever, or two-point conversion, I should say, a tying two-point conversion. So, um, you know, just too little, too late. And, yes, I mean, uh, by halftime, you're looking for something to give your football team a spark. Coach, what do you see with the offensive line, or and really in this case, Liberty's defensive line? How did they dominate the line of scrimmage like that? Movement. Uh, they couldn't handle the movement, and uh, and Coach Pittman even said that you know we knew what they were doing. They just could they couldn't execute. Uh, Liberty's defensive line was undersized. Uh, they had one big kid in there. I think it was a, he was an FBS transfer from Miami or somewhere, but. Um, but their movement gave uh, Arkansas's offensive line fits. And if you think they gave them fits, wait till you see some bigger dudes and a, you know, Harold Perkins and somebody, Ollie Gray, uh, Gay. I mean, some of them cats that they're going to see from LSU this week that, that can move pretty good in half size. So uh, just, you know, I, I think it was movement and, and they couldn't handle it. They were shooting gaps, taking edges, some twist games. And, uh, Arkansas just looked very slow and lethargic on the offensive line. And, and again, give Liberty credit. Um, they were able to uh, get in the backfield and create havoc, uh, both in the run game and certainly in the pass game. So this is really a second game now that Arkansas has let slip away, and you can maybe argue that three have been uh, winnable. And, you know, you had the tough p- the pickle with uh, Mississippi State without Jefferson. That game could have maybe been a little bit different too, but – Anyway, I don't know. Um, what do you do now? What do you tell your guys this week after a loss like that? Whew. Well, um, you got to go to work. I mean, that's the only thing you can do. You got to go to work, put together a great plan. You got to become a little bit of a psychologist uh, as a coaching staff. Uh, it's still an awful lot to play for. The number one goal is to get to a bowl. They still have that opportunity. They're playing at home. Uh, I think there's some advantages. LSU's coming up here for an 11 o'clock kickoff. Um, I think that's right. Uh, yep. It's supposed to be extremely cold. Yep. 
uh, and I say extremely cold. It's in the 30s. It's cold. Yeah, wind chills in the 20s. Yeah. So that's not something that you typically see, in, in, you know, down in Baton Rouge, <laughs> uh, week in and week out in the winter. So that's going to be hard to, to emulate. So um, I, I think Arkansas should be excited about playing this game. This is a top-10 team. I guess they'll be voted six or seven tonight, maybe, in the in the, in the new release uh, with a big win over Alabama. So uh, a lot to play for, but you do become a little bit of a psychologist. And um, they've got to circle the wagons because it doesn't get – I mean, it's just not any easier here with uh, with these guys. Then you got UA, uh, is it UAB and uh, who is it after uh, – Arkansas's got – you talking about Arkansas? Yeah, they've got. Uh, Ole Miss, I know they got Missouri. Ole Miss and Missouri. Ole Miss and Missouri. I wish they had UAB. LSU's got UAB. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you got Ole Miss. I mean, you know, so. Yeah, not <laughs> easy. Missouri, Missouri's playing pretty good right now. So they are. you know, at least defensively. So. Let me ask you this: a lot of work to do up in Fayetteville. You become psychologist or psychopath? Did you like to chew on guys after a game like this, or you try to kind of love them up? Hey, you got to love them up because you can't lose them. You can't lose the locker room. And this is where the leadership of the football team becomes very important because you can't be in the locker room 24-7 and you can't be off the field 24-7. And we already started Tuesday night uh, with the two men being, you know, suspended. So you got to love them up. You know, they've got to, you know, but they've got to be able to take constructive criticism. And, uh, and I think they will. I mean, uh, those kids have a lot of pride and, um, they're disappointed. They know they let a lot of people down, but more importantly, they let themselves down. So, uh, look for them to be a bounce back this Saturday. I don't know if they can win, uh, but certainly I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. Arkansas State is desperate for a victory as well, and they've been beaten up. We know they got a bye week. I mean, it probably came a little later than they needed it, but they did get one finally. And if anything's going to get you right, it's playing UMass, with all due respect. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. just what the doctor ordered, right? Right. And, uh, you know, certainly should, you know, speed. And I saw them against UConn. And, uh, you know, their quarterback's not bad. Um, but just not a lot of pieces there. So you hope having them in Jonesboro, coming off a of bye week, you should be a little bit healthier. Uh, well, this is a got to get. I mean, if there, if there's a got to in there, this is one you got to get right here. And so if you can get this one, you get a little bit of momentum to finish out the season. But, um, yeah, I mean, UMass obviously has had a very – Four years, so this is a this is a good spot for Arkansas State, I think. No doubt. Clint Conk joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Kitchen's Truck Sales over in Mariana and uh, our friends at Farm Brothers Flying Service as well. Um, now Central Arkansas is in a, in a tough spot as well, Coach. Chance at winning the conference title last week, and they also had a chance to stay on pace to go to the playoffs, and both of those things are gone now. I guess they can still tie for the conference title, but it was a very disappointing performance last week at Eastern Kentucky they're now in a position, I guess, to maybe you know play spoiler for SFA, and then try to knock off Jacksonville State. But uh, what, what's the what's the speech this week in the locker room there? Well, it just I, I think this 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 outcome uh, was surprising to everybody because UCA had played extremely well, particularly on offense the last what three or four weeks, averaging over forty points a game. Defensively, had played you know pretty well. But you got to give credit to, to EKU, you know. Uh, Eastern Kentucky looked like a really good – they looked like a playoff football team. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and really had opportunities early in the game that they squandered. Or they could have scored 50-something. If you called the game, you remember. Um, but uh, – I blocked it out. Yeah, just very unexpected, very disappointing, I'm sure, for the, for the faithful in Conway. I've been on the other end of uh, – I've been on the, the end of those. Um, 
again, a little bit of psychology. You find out the character, your team, the competitive nature of them. Um, you know, you do you do have to go on the road and play a really good Stephen F. Austin team that's really kind of been up and down as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you play Sam Houston to a score, a point or two, get beat late, and then you lose to a one and eight Utah Tech team at home. Uh, they're coming off an open date. I can tell you one thing: Xavier Gibson is a guy that they have to be aware of in the in the punt return game uh, and and wide receiver. Consensus All American will probably be a draft pick. Uh, he's a good player down in Nacogdoches, and uh, obviously the quarterback's been there for like seven years <laughs> since my son left. I think so. Uh, uh, they, they, they they're rolling into a hornet's nest, but their competitive toughness will be tested this week, and I'm sure Coach Brown will. I'll lay into them pretty good, but then love them up and tell them they do have a lot to still play for. We had uh, UAPB here yesterday, the interim head coach, as well as our athletic director. And, I mean, they're saying all the right things. And, you know, again, there's really not much you can do. You talked about going back to work. That's got to be the theme, I would think, down there this week. Got their final home game against the division leaders. So it won't be an easy task before they finish their season on the road. Well, I know Coach Treadwell's tremendously grateful just listening to him and some of his bites yesterday for, for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, for three quarters, they were pretty competitive down in Grambling, and then late, you know, they let it get away. But you can't give up 350 yards rushing. And uh, that's what Grambling did uh, last week. So they're all back, uh, you know, at home in Pine Bluff uh, against Prairie View. I got a chance to preview them a little bit. Uh, they lost a close with Alcorn State. Uh, yeah, it doesn't get any easier. Again, you become a little bit of a psychologist along with an X and O guy. And uh, he's just got to get his kids believing. I think playing at home, uh, their last home game, um, if, they're, if they're ever going to get one, this would be a spot right here that they can create an upset. So uh, pulling for those guys. And, again, it's a chance for those seniors to go out and see their game. Uh, Division two this weekend, got the Battle of the Ravine, which always headlines, of course, and Washtenaw Baptist trying to stay perfect. Um, you got uh, Harding, I guess, that still has a potential to get into the postseason with a couple of losses. And Wes and I are going to be spending the day down there tomorrow at Washita, thanks to Barry Turnage Law Firm. And we're going to be hanging out afterwards with 375 aspiring broadcast students from 30 different schools who are going to listen wow. to us idiots talk about being a broadcast professional. We're going to scare the hell out of them. I'm going to tell them it's great because when I was a kid, I remember having this jamoke from a local TV station come and spoke to our class. And he said, don't go into TV. Don't go into broadcasting. And I'm like, you know what? Screw you. And being the contrary I am, here I am. So, anyway, all that aside, should be fun this weekend in Arkadelphia. It usually is. And speaking of playing spoiler, you know Henderson State would rather do nothing else than knock off the Tigers this weekend. Yeah, you know, you got 10-0 OBU, 8-2 Henderson State. Uh, you know, both coming off wins. Uh, obviously, a, a huge game in Division two, and, and, and a lot of playoff implications. I would think Harding is worried about playing a pretty hot Arkansas Tech team who's won four of their last six. And congratulations to those guys. Uh, they've got a chance to finish out. Tough, tough get, but uh, a chance to get their sixth win in a winning season. But you would think that Harding is pulling for OBU to win. Um, because if they're going to jump up and continue to move up in the polls, they don't need Washita backing up. So mm-hmm. uh, it would be a heck of an atmosphere. Uh, down in Arkadelphia. I was told the other day I was down there that you can expect to at least an hour to get out of town. The infrastructure is just not built to handle that type of traffic. So uh, for those going down uh, to the game, get there early and plan on being in traffic. 
Did you do that? I, I, I bumped it. I didn't mean to. Call back, Coach. Sorry. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I didn't like that idea. Sorry, Coach. My bad. <laughs> you don't like people giving advice. No. You Traffic don't want, advice well, in the I was, air. I was about to make a joke about uh, I only chop her in and out of uh, Washita. Sorry, Coach. I didn't like your traffic talk. I, I didn't mean to, to hang up on you there. But uh, I don't, I don't That's like okay. But, uh, but you know, uh, uh, again, uh, all eyes in Division two will be there. And it was a big upset last week. You know, we talked about Delta State a couple of weeks ago. And um, uh, they got upset by West Georgia. They still make the playoffs, but that was a big upset. That will affect playoff season. All right, let's talk about high school. I'll let you and Wes chop it up here. But the one thing we've been focused on has been the 6A and the level of competitiveness there. And obviously last week was very surprising with some of the things that went down. One team nearly lost that was expected to win. One team did lose that was expected to win. And I don't know how much that really opens the race up. But you already knew some known quantities are, are really good. It's just a, it's a great classification. I'll stay out of the way here. But uh, anyway, I'm excited to see how it plays out. I mean, this is the most interest I've been in the, in the high school playoffs in a while. Yeah, I look at 7A, and I think there's three teams that can win it. And I know I'm biased, but I think it's the three teams here in Central Arkansas. Uh, in, in 6A, Coach, I, I think there's seven teams now. I'm adding Little Rock Christian Academy to uh, uh, to the mix. And this weekend, yep. a Little Rock Christian yep. host the defending 6A state champs from El Dorado, and I think it's one of the best games. Yeah, absolutely. That's a marquee game in 6A. I've got uh, I've got five teams. I've got Little Rock Catholic. Congratulations to the Rockets' first undefeated season. Uh, I've got Ben Greenwood, PA Benton, and Little Rock Christian. I think Catholic's got a tough draw in that second round, uh, either getting El Dorado a second time or getting Little Rock Christian. So. Uh, yeah, I think six A is wide open, and I actually think four A uh, is wide open too. I've got five or six teams that can win that. Uh, hmm. uh, you know, you look at uh, in four A, Arkadelphia, Warren, Harding Academy, Star City. I think is still one of the most talented teams in the state. And then Haskell, Harding Grove, and they gave up 118 points total this year. Um, so, um, I mean, just great high school playoffs. You look at. Uh, at uh, at five A, I think Joe T is in the driver's seat there, but don't count out uh, uh, Parkview or Camden or, or even Mills for that reason. In three A, I'd like to hear your three A: Prescott, Rising, Melbourne, Ten and O. Got some good teams there. And then in two A, uh, Hazen gave up fifty eight points and half of them were to Carlisle last week. Uh, so I think those two. Uh, we'll battle it out in two ways. Uh, but some great high school games this week, and certainly that second round. Uh, you know, you start separating the, you know, the rubber from the highway. Yeah, this week, Joe T. Robinson's hosting Magnolia. And I'll tell you this, Magnolia um, started out the year red hot. They're the four seed out of the south. But I think the south is really good in 5A with Parkview, Camden, Fairview, Hot Springs. Yep. Hot Springs is playing Mills. That's another great 5A game this week. Uh, but – I uh, I think uh, Robinson. I know they're good. They better be ready for Magnolia because Magnolia's not your typical four seed. Yeah, and uh, you know they got some pretty good athletes down there at Magnolia. I mean, Hope and Prescott, Nashville, and uh, um, you know I think they lost a game or two early in the year that they did you know, that they felt like they should have won. So yeah, I mean the Jokes pretty good, and they've been in this position before. Yep. There's a lot of experience there, so. Uh, I look for them to win, uh, but I think it's a wide-open 5A. You know? And, again, you can't count out Bentonville. You know, were talking about the Central Arkansas team. You can't count out Bentonville. Uh, I, I think he is. I did. <laughs> you did. I did. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. With, you know, Conway's got a tough draw. You know, uh, 
but Cabot's sitting there at the bottom of the bracket. And, uh, yeah, I think the Central teams, I think the Central are going to win a handful of these state championships. And uh, congratulations to all the teams that made the postseason. We can't uh, – I think eight football, Mountain Time may run the course. But congratulate to all the teams that made it. And best of luck. And uh, I guess they'll start this week, you know, some of the bi-district games. And then uh, I think in the second round you'll start seeing some separation. The cream will rise and – uh, hopefully we have good football weather and not something that comes in, you know, bad rain or something like that. Something yeah. we had last week that uh, really convoluted everything. Yeah, I think we're we're expecting dry, but it's going to be pretty cool. We're going to get a pretty good cold front moving through here by the end of the week. So, should be good. Should be good. Uh, good fall football, football weather by the end of the, by the end of the week. Yep. Look look forward to that, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate Farm Brothers Flying Service Kitchens Truck Sales over in Mariana. And yeah, fifty-seven for the high on Friday in Little Rock. So exciting, yeah. perfect. I'm ex- awesome. ready for it. Yeah, great football weather and uh, great games this Saturday as well. And all right, coach, we got to run. Appreciate you. All right, guys, enjoy it. All right, take care.